I'm just trying to get over the fact that Cam is over here listening to Lakers press conferences. Like, not watching old Lakers games, not watching LeBron highlights, not watching analysis of the team. Cam's just in here straight up watching Lakers press conferences. Like, the boring, like, uh, hey, LeBron, uh, what, what's, what are your guys' goals for the season? Uh, hey, LeBron, you you got Carmelo Anthony on the team now, huh? That's pretty cool. Like, Cam, how many hours of your day have you spent with Lakers press conferences open on your phone? Uh, since the press conferences start, let's just put it like that. You know, huge Lakers fan. You know, uh, late show, baby. Uh, you know, we're gonna win the ring this year. I want to do. A, I want to do a test. I want you and PJ are gonna be members of the Los Angeles media. Yeah. As PJ Zuko joins us here on second down, you guys be members of the Los Angeles Lakers media. I'm gonna be. You guys get to choose which Lakers player I am. Oh Lord. Who Who am I? <laughs> what What Cam's in here watching Lakers press conferences? Yeah. Like preseason press conferences. Who's even on the Lakers anymore? Like, pick a pick, pick a high-profile basketball player from like 2011. They're probably on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. All right. So no, again, but I, that's interesting. Get to, which player am I? Player. Yep. Hmm. Oh, you want me to read the roster? Yeah, what, that'd be great. Westbrook, that'd be a good help. Yeah. Westbrook, Ariza, Ellington. AD, Rondo, you said THT. I don't know. Again, I still don't know who that is. Uh, LeBron, Mello, Bazemore, DeAndre, Monk, Nunn, and Dwight Howard. Hmm. Pick a player. Just come on. Just throw one at me. In, wh- in what way? Just, like, no, just seriously. About, like, just in name, what? name a player, and that's who I am, and then you guys are going to ask me press conference questions. Oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, 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 I thought we were like doing like the compare. Oh, no. My bad. My bad. Nah, okay. LeBron's boring. General questions. Nah, he's boring. Yeah, yeah. Westbrook. Okay, yeah. hit me. That, that's the first Let's one. Let's go. Hit me with some questions. Go, yeah. Cam. Okay. You're, so, you're a Los Angeles Lakers beat reporter. This I'm is not reporter. how I expected I am former MVP Russell Westbrook. I was not ready. Triple okay. double, yes. triple double ready. record holder. Um, okay. You spent the last four or five years um, only one year um, in OKC. Houston, Washington, you've only made it out the first round one year. What's your expectations this year? Obviously, you want a championship. We know that. But how do you how do you see yourself fitting in with the Lakers this year? You know, my, my number one goal is to come out here and be a team player. Okay. Uh, you got you have LeBron, AD, Carmelo. They're all Hall of Famers. So, you know, I just want to come out here. I just want to, I just want to be a part of this team. Uh, we obviously want to win championships. And uh, it just starts right here in preseason. You know, we got to come out here and work together as a team. Uh, figure mm-hmm. out our spacing, figure out who's going to be carrying the ball off the court. Uh, but number one goal, win a championship. Okay. Uh, well, what, what, uh, so you were with the Lakers, you win a championship, you, you move across town or across the, the hallway to the Clippers, basically, right, last, last year. And now you come back to the Lakers. What was the big problem with the Clippers, man? He thinks we're talking about Rondo. Yeah, I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not Rondo, man. I'm uh, oh, that's Russell Westbrook <laughs> over there. I'm Russell Westbrook. I had Rondo in my head um, when yeah, you went yeah, to man. see. Um, like look, I you're said, you're playing for the hometown. Man. I was not ready for this. You're playing for your hometown. You know, it's always important to represent where you're from, and I'm, I'm excited to be back in Los Angeles. You know, Staples Center. Uh, Kobe used to play here. Shaq used to play here. I mean, it's just it's it's a staple. Get it? Because it's the Staples Center. Uh, it's a staple of sports history. I mean, it's just, it's so bad, Cam. What did you learn today? By sitting there and listening to these press conferences, I learned that Russell Westbrook no, is not. I did learn one thing. Yeah, 
that Anthony Davis is actually playing center this year. I did learn that, and they, they needed to do that. They said that. They say that, but though, that's, They said they it last year, the year before. They needed to do it because when he's at center, they're, unlike, they're unstoppable. I don't want to do Lakers talk here. What I want to talk <laughs> about is press conferences in general. Oh, It's okay. just like All right. I, I, want, I want to clip that first right. question Yeah, that makes sense. and then compare it to the transcript of what Russell Westbrook actually mm-hmm. said because I haven't seen it. It's probably pretty close. Yeah. They, exactly. We know I don't they're going to they interview them yet. Press conferences are boring. I do think it's important though. I do think it's important inside of press conferences to record them because every now and then you get the gold where people just freak out or you have coaches talking about we need we need dogs. We don't need no cats. We yeah, need dogs. Of so you got you have yeah. to tape every mm-hmm. press conference. But you don't have to watch them. You have to wait until the person who is forced to watch them then clips them up because that is what their responsibility is as reporters is to sit through that and then clip it up with the pertinent information and just sift through the baloney. Can I tell you why I watched it? Because you're just excited. I just, for, yeah, just I just excited. know this is the Lakers' last chance. Oh, shut it down. Hold on. We got to stop. <laughs> I, I don't know why he's handing these to me because I, I already got my Apple copy, but I'm just going to hold them up. Look. Oh, it's the Ben Troop. Uncommon and unfinished. Need the Ben sign. Troop story. He just like ran in here and threw books at us and left. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, no, you can't purchase these. Look up Uncommon and Unfinished. I'll just Google it. I think that's the easiest way to do it because Ben and BJ have been really old people about this where they're Super. like, Christian, will you help me put a link in a tweet? Can we do more than one link in a tweet? <laughs> what is happening in here? And so I've had to help them with all that. But no, straight up, you can. Uh, the Ben Troop story is pretty phenomenal. Ben Troop with BJ Bennett uh, have published a book. I am holding five legitimate copies of said book in my hands and you can purchase your copy either digitally or order online as well. You go to Amazon you go to target. Uh, if you have an iPhone and you read like me on your iPhone, you can do an Apple books. Uh, so, I mean, we got, we got uncommon unfinished. We'll see if in a break, we can get Ben in here uh, to talk about it some more, but I will say this cam, cause we're making fun of your press conferences. And I, I think the reason you're watching is just cause you're excited. It's our we're, last we're, chance. We are forcing college. <laughs> we are forcing college football on you. But you and your heart are an NBA person. No, I love college football. No, you love Georgia. No, I love college we football. Are, we are forcing our weirdness of, like, uh, give it a year and a half or so, PJ, and Cam will be texting us and be like, hey, you guys stay up for this UNLV-Hawaii game? <laughs> I hope uh, so. Have you, guys seen, have you guys seen what's happening out you, there? You might. You might not. But I mean, yeah, everybody I mean, Cam, knows. Now Cam might be done with college football after his boy Bo Nix got benched. I mean, if, if yeah, Bo Nix gets benched and Spencer Rattler gets benched, yeah, I might go into right. frenzy. I mean, Sam Howell just got boat raced by Georgia. But I will State. say, all I'm saying is, would you rather Bo Nix get benched or, or Auburn lose to Georgia State? I mean, because that's what was going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, hey, as long as Bo plays. But no, I PJ, care. I was going to say this, as, and you're not quite as bad about this because you're a Big Ten fan. Uh, okay, uh, whatever. I'm not saying that as a curse word. I just I'm saying that's probably you're healthier than we are. Oh, I'm uh, used to it. We get equally excited for SEC media days as you were for those press conferences. I'll say that. Yeah, man. I drove to and from, like, to Birmingham and back to go listen to coaches go, you know, we're going to come in here. Our goal is to beat Alabama and win the SEC championship. So, but, See, but number one, we have to start with our program. I usually never watch press conferences now that, you know, I'm, I, I say I'm a part of the media now. But, but also, I, th- I just know it's the Lakers. It's their last chance. You can literally. say you're a part of the media. Just don't say we're not journalists. No, we're not journalists. I will say that. Yeah, calm down. We're not journalists. We no. like to talk about sports. Yeah, I like to yeah, talk, We're commentators. 
Right. Not right. Commentators, talent, etc. I don't know. Talent might be a stretch too for me. <laughs> that's at least. yeah. I'm not going to speak about you guys, but for me, talent might be a stretch. No, I mean, I think that's a stretch for a lot of us. <laughs> now, so, well, wait a minute. Talk talk to Kevin about the things he can do on a on a football field or a basketball court. Now that's talent. But well, but I, I, what I, I, we I'll, do. Uh, I'll talk to Kevin we'll about it. But, PJ, we didn't have a chance to have you on the show yesterday, Monday's, PJ's rest day, because <laughs> he's yeah. working for the other six. Um, your impressions from this college football weekend, what stood out to you? I mean, I know you're just locked into Penn State Villanova. What the amazing thing is, is I, 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 was, pretty, I was pretty happy. Uh, I didn't have to be locked. You guys remember what great Falcons wide receiver went to Villanova? No. I honestly don't. Cam? I know I should. Beef and baby Brian Finner in eight six. Get after it, Villanova. That's a good one. Sorry, carry go. on, PJ. No, that's, that's cool. a good one. Uh, like like I said, wasn't a hundred percent. I I will say, uh, had congratulations to my buddy. Well, f- beforehand, okay. um, you know my 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 buddy Jacob's getting married here soon. So Saturday, pretty much all day was. Yeah, I was, was gonna say PJ said, yeah. why watch college football? Yeah, no, well, I can when keep I can track live of it normal life on my phone. Yeah, so I went. I That's lived true. kind of a normal normal life and, and hung out with him and some buddies all day. So we were kind of out of touch for for the noon games. Um, now I'll say I did try and keep track of that. Um, it, that certainly kept track of the end of that uh, Wisconsin and Notre Dame game. That which, was wild. We didn't geez, talk about just, this yesterday. Yeah. That game was... It got bad in a heartbeat. It was like 17-14 Wisconsin yeah. in the fourth quarter. Yes, yes. And then the final score was 41-17, I believe. It, yeah, that, that fourth quarter was a, a massacre. I think two pick sixes. Yeah, Graham Mertz um, like, just like imploded. Yeah. Like a nuclear reactor. Like, yeah, Self-destruction. Sure. Now, I, I'll say I, I did also uh, watch a lot of that and, and keep track of a lot of that uh, Texas A&M-Arkansas game. And I'll say that, you know, I, I, I came on here and was like, I think, you know, two and two think this, through this four-game stretch for Arkansas is what, what they should be looking for. Three and one would be a godsend. With how they played on Saturday, even with a backup quarterback coming in the this. game, we'll see. You know we're on the precipice we'll of? Well, I mean, I think you're, you're, it's one game, right? It's one win. No, do you so know we're on the precipice you don't wanna, of? No. We are on the precipice of two games fall in line of number one Arkansas at number two Ole Miss next oh week. My. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If Ole Miss beats Alabama. Yeah, they're going straight to Georgia, number one. Or yeah. if Arkansas beats Georgia. That would be the wildest thing I've seen in a very We're long time. We're talking about 5-0 and o Arkansas traveling to take on 5-0 and o Ole Miss. We're not too far removed, though. Like, people forget about this. I, everyone always, and I've been guilty of it. I talk about 2007 a lot, and and how insane I mean, that year should. was, which was crazy. But we're not too far from uh, uh, removed from a time when Ole Miss and Mississippi State were were number they, one. And weren't they one two? two right? They were number one and number two in the inaugural the, first ever college football playoff ranking. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. had Dak Prescott. Yeah. And, Slinging um, around for Mississippi State in 2014. Was it Bo Wallace? The Bo Wallace, oh, Wallace. yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they had just beat Alabama. Who, who was the wide right. receiver? It was a good wide receiver they had. They had was it Treadwell? Uh, Laquan or? Treadwell. Yeah, and, Treadwell. And yeah. What, yeah. You had the terrible situation with him mm-hmm. where it, it, they were playing Auburn. He got mm-hmm. injured while scoring a touchdown. I, I think if that doesn't happen, that's a very different result for their season. But um, 
No, I mean, I mean, people talk about that. Uh, so uh, I, who knows, man? That that could happen. Uh, very, it's a very good possibility. But um, you know, I, I, again, I will say I was impressed. Do I think maybe they can go through three and one through this stretch now if they play their best football? But I was impressed with with their offense being able to still click with a backup quarterback coming the game. I will say though. I, I'm not going to take any huge takeaways from their defense playing well against Texas A&M because A&M's offense hasn't looked good all year. So No, and here's what worried me during that game is it was 17-3 to Arkansas, and Isaiah Spiller breaks off that 75-yard touchdown run. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's 17-10, and you're like, oh, oh this is going to be lame. Mm-hmm. This, and he broke off that run, and K.J. Jefferson had just gone into the injury tent. Yeah. And so their like, offense cool. stalled out, and basically they were just able to milk the clock the rest of the way, just yeah. pounding the rock and playing that umbrella defense. Uh, I think Arkansas is going to give Georgia everything they want. Do I think it's going to be what a lot of people say, where it's going to be, oh, Georgia's going to be sleepy, it's noon? No. You got game right. day in town. Yeah. You're going to have a bunch of college students who are out on Friday night, the night before, and then, I mean, what, getting home at like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning – and you have to like get dressed and changed and get ready because if you're not over to game day by seven o'clock, you're not going to get a good spot. No. So yeah. again, college kids doing what college kids do <laughs> on a Friday night in yeah. Athens, uh, going home, maybe, maybe going home, changing, shoveling food in their mouth, and then going to game day and then proceeding directly from game day into Sanford Stadium. Yeah. Sanford Stadium is going to be rowdy. Mm-hmm. Is this JT Daniels' biggest game yeah, of his career? I think so. Yeah. I think now yeah. that we've seen what Clemson has become. Yeah. It's, this is a big one, man. I, I mean, people com- are taking like, it lightly. When, when you talk about it, conference game, I, I do. it's more significant than that Clemson game. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it, Clemson and uh, Arkansas are much more significant than any games JT Daniels started last year because by the time he came in, Florida was running away with the East. You play, what, Mississippi State that had, like, 40 dudes on their roster, yep. a decimated South Carolina team. Who am I missing in there? Because he played four games. He had Cincinnati, Cincinnati in there as yeah. well. You didn't play Georgia Tech last year. I'm missing right. somebody in there. Yeah, uh, but Is it Vandy? No. Missouri. Missouri. Played well against Missouri. Okay. There you go. But, I mean, this is a top-10 matchup in conference at home. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's – and like you said, much more uh, again, much more important because of that conference matchup, and it, it's it's the biggest game because any any game he was in at USC might have been important for that little blip in I time. I will say, I remember I remember watching in I guess it was 2018 when he was playing and they were playing Notre Dame and he gave Notre Dame everything they wanted. Yeah, it mm-hmm. yeah, and because a lot of people were rooting for USC to knock Notre Dame out of the playoffs because right, but still, and then it, like. You're still playing spoiler. You're playing underdog. You're not really fighting for anything. For for, yeah. you, of course you're you're hoping for a big there's win. There's no pressure, but there's no pressure on money. that. There's no if we don't win this, we don't go to the Pac-12 championship. It's just I want to play spoiler, which is sometimes a great role to be in. But there isn't the kind of weight on it that there is with this Arkansas game. It's going to be a fun game. We're going to talk about it some more. I want to talk more about the Ole Miss-Alabama game coming up. There's some other yeah. big games in the SEC coming up. Uh, I think ESPN said it. They, there's about six prove-it games for some teams out there. I think for Arkansas and for Georgia, you can call this one a prove-it game. I'd say the same for Alabama and Ole Miss. 
going against each other, it's prove-it games because look at Alabama's schedule. Who have they really played so far? They beat Florida at home. They, I think they have the most or the biggest win of anybody in college football right now outside of Oregon. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, outside the working. Yeah, that was a huge win. Yeah, that was a huge win. It, it was. It was huge. But, but it's. But but it's weird because we look at Alabama and just because they're Alabama, we look at that Florida win. and We're like, eh, are they? Are, are they shaky? Yeah, right. Which is lame. Uh, yeah. Oh, is Bama shaky? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. They no. beat, I, I they beat Florida so. at at the swamp. A good a good Florida team. Right. Florida's pretty. But good. But for whatever reason, it doesn't feel like they've had that statement game yet. Right. This might right, be which I think, well, I think this is it for for yeah. both these teams. But like, I think I think you got to be careful with the whole prove it thing because I feel like you can kind of go back over the course of the season, especially this early, and yeah, no, yeah keep, keep, keep awesome. going, PJ. No, and and <laughs> and somewhat say that about a lot of teams. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you have this win, but was it really that big? Uh, like, even for for I think. These are a lot like the matchup with Penn State and Auburn, where it's like, okay, you got that win, but I mean, was Auburn really that good? Is Penn State really that good? Like with Georgia, you go back to Clemson. We were saying it's this, everybody. The, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's what it's, I'm saying. It's NC State uh, good. They beat North Carolina, or they they beat Clemson after losing to Mississippi. But State. they got boat raced twenty four to ten. Yeah, by Mississippi State. We're we're gonna gonna find out a lot this week, man. And then Mississippi we State are. loses to USC. So USC. like, I, I don't. Or, or LSU. So, like, I have I, a better question for you. I, I don't think it's. It's not who is good. What is good? <laughs> no one oh, really here knows. We go. But like, <laughs> I I think it's it's less of prove it games for these teams and and more just big important games. I I don't think like these are huge turning point type moments in your season. I love this college football season. I think, I think it's be, incredible. Yeah. It'll be one of the best ones this year by far. Well, we're uh, gonna, we'll get to that next. Oh, you know, oh, Cam's sending us to break there. Yeah. Again, uncommon and unfinished. <laughs> the Ben Troop story is available for purchase right now. You can get your hard copy wherever books are sold. You can order the digital copy or the hard copy online, Amazon, Target. Just Google uncommon and unfinished. Click the little shopping tab. The Ben Troop story. You don't want to miss it. Very reasonable price as well. I think you can get the digital copy for $9.99. I mean, go out there, get the Ben Troop story. It's a phenomenal read. B.J. Bennett and Ben did an amazing job on this. Again, uncommon and unfinished. You can purchase it online. We'll be right back after this. You know what? Three. I don't want to be disrespectful. What? Three massive games. Hmm. Coming. Right. They're all big. Are we supposed to guess? But three Who's massive there? games. Well, do you guys know? I mean, you should know. You got, obviously, Ole Miss at Alabama. You have Arkansas. At Georgia, that's a top ten matchup. There's another top ten matchup. Oh man, I uh, Iowa Penn State. No, that's nah, not that's this. Not that, no, that's no, not P- this week. You don't think PJ would know about Iowa Penn State, Cam? Nah, that's next week. Yeah, this yeah, this week true. we get yeah. our revenge on Indiana. Another top ten matchup. This is disrespectful as hell. Yeah, my bad. Uh, is it like Pac-12 or? Definitely uh, a Pac-12. I honestly no, don't know. Put your phones away. I just I've, yeah, I've had so much focus on okay, these two okay, games, okay, okay, right? Okay. And I'm and to think. like you said, like yesterday was my day off. It's not Oregon. All the excuses. Start I don't even out. know who's number four. Uh, Oklahoma. Watching these guys, who who would they be playing? And one of the Big Twelve is, is in the top ten. Mm. In the Big Twelve, outside of no, Oklahoma. All right, no, let's Oklahoma take plays K State. Is there uh, a? Uh, why do you know Oklahoma's schedule so well, Cam? I like Spencer Rattler, but they're going to lose the K State. Is there is there another SEC team in the top ten? Like is Florida? No, no, but there is. 
I mean, I guess you're not far off with your Big 12 guess. Are they about to be in the Big, tw- Big 12 they or something? might be. Is it Cincinnati? At oh, Notre Dame. Cincinnati. Notre Dame. Yes. Yeah. Just not showing any respect to neither number one Number seven, of them. Cincinnati at number nine, Notre Dame. I did. See, see I didn't know. I, I forgot Notre Dame was that high, too. I'm not going to lie. You, after they just bludgeoned Wisconsin uh, for 11 but minutes. But they didn't, nine. though. For 11 for minutes, 11 they minutes, did. That's good. That's good. But I will say this. If Cincinnati beats Notre Dame and wins out, they might be in the top four this year. I think there's a, a chance. I'll say there's a legitimate shot, which I do feel bad for Coastal Carolina because they're undefeated as well. They're number 16 in the country, but they're also, depending on which statistician slash sportsbook you follow, playing mm-hmm. the either 128th or 130th ranked schedule in college football. Like Their schedule is embarrassing. And I understand the argument against that. Like, we made these schedules, you know, we made the non-conference uh-huh. no, schedules like eight years ago and everything like that. But No, nobody knew what, or what uh, Coastal Carolina was going to be five years ago when you schedule all these games out. Oh, I get that. And yeah. so it wasn't like the – well, App State runs into this sometimes, right? Is, and Georgia Southern has run into it inside the state of Georgia yeah. where it's just like it's not worth it to play them anymore because of what they've done. Right. Like, five years ago, Coastal Carolina hadn't beaten anybody. Yeah. Like, that's why they got – Kansas on the schedule, mm-hmm. right? That's why they were able to get a BYU game last year. It's because they're like, yeah, they're undefeated, but they're a little, they're a little Sun Belt team, right? Nobody knew who Coastal Carolina was five years ago. You still should have been able to schedule out some bigger games. Yeah, but you're playing this weak schedule. That's why you got like, if you look back, you have like Boise State. They they beat. They have two or three years in a row where they have big upsets, and then you look at the next five years, they didn't play. Anybody. Yeah, nobody, nobody, unless they're like, and like the teams that they do play is like home and homes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nobody's just scheduling Boise State as that game anymore. No. To just go out there and get a win. Whereas, like, you have like Georgia Southern going up to Arkansas for the money game, right? Mm-hmm. Arkansas ain't coming to Paulson. No. You went up there just to get shellacked and take your check and come home. Boise State doesn't do that anymore. Right. Right. Because they started whipping you and taking your money. <laughs> yeah. Right? Coastal Carolina, that wasn't the case four or five years ago when you're scheduling these seasons out, sometimes even longer ahead than that. They just have a really crappy schedule, and it's their own fault. Like I said, you schedule these games, and you didn't go out and schedule some of these money games, some of these road games. You scheduled a bunch of bad teams. Yeah. And I'm not, it's, not even like, it's not even like, oh, they, they were good five years right. ago, yeah. and they're and I, bad now. Yeah. Like, no, nah, man, you just have bad teams on your schedule. Right, right. Oh, that's true. Understandable. But, I mean, Cam said it. I think if you look at uh, Cincinnati, the Indiana, they had a bad loss early, and I think that kind of hurt Cincinnati because mm-hmm. Cincinnati did go in and beat Indiana, but it was a pretty close game. Yeah. And yeah. Indiana, I don't yeah. think Indiana was a top 25 team when they beat them because people were counting on, hey, you can beat top 25 Indiana, and then you can beat potentially top 10 Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and all yep. of a sudden you're competing for a college football playoff spot. I still think it's the case, though, because look about all the – Look at all of the contenders that have fallen. I think for the first time in the AP poll era, which goes back to the 30s, you've had 25 top 25 teams lose yeah. through four weeks. Crazy. You've had 25 ranked teams lose through four weeks. Mm-hmm. I love the madness of, of this college football season, but you're right. I mean, like Clemson's and, done. Like yeah. That usually guaranteed spot is gone. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's over. I mean, you look at where they've dropped to. I mean, it wasn't just like, oh, you lost in a close game. Either, you know, you might drop seven or eight spots. They, they dropped, like, I think in one poll, they dropped 16 spots. Who do, we, who do we need to lose to get a G5 school in? 
Um, I honestly, I think Oklahoma. If they lose, uh, nobody I, in the Big Twelve is good enough. No, yeah, they, no, I give. If Oklahoma, Oklahoma loses the game, I still think they'll get in. You need Oklahoma and Oregon actually, over I an actually, undefeated Cincinnati. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Who the, would their signature wins be against? I I don't know. It would. Par- I mean, I know they have Iowa Oklahoma State. The they have yeah. Oklahoma State. Iowa Baylor's State's already undefeated. Lost twice. Hmm? Iowa State's already lost twice. No, I said Oklahoma State. No, I'm saying. Oh, Iowa's, Iowa State's already lost twice. Yep. So I mean, you still get Oklahoma State undefeated, Baylor undefeated, Kansas State on the road this week, three and one. I mean, you know, you we all know how Tim, that goes with the. I think West Virginia again, still only. I'm not saying I would go back through that schedule and recap it for me again. I'm not saying I would, but we yep. all know how the committee is, though. Oh, they have three, four ranked wins against Cincinnati's big win against Notre Dame, which equates to those three wins. Well, watch as soon as they, if, if Cincinnati beats Notre Dame, was like, well, I mean, this was coming for Notre Dame. They haven't been that great to start the season. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Right. It's, so it's always something like that, and I'll put it like this: even even though Oregon beat Ohio State, if Oregon loses a game to one of these bad Pac-12 teams, oh. you'll see them drop from like three to ten. Oh yeah. no, Oregon has to go undefeated and win, win. the Pac-12. Exactly, and that's agree. wrong. That's I think that's wrong because they beat Ohio State, handled business, went on the road, beat them. If they lose and drop a game, they should be treated as such as a as a SEC team would or anything like that, because it is, for one, it's a weird season. Two, they got that signature win under their belt already. They did. I, I would argue against that a little bit because, it, again, I think it's about who you beat, but I mm-hmm. think it's also about who you lose to. If they go out and lose to Colorado, they're done. I, I think it's yeah. over. You know, if, if they go out and lose to, uh, you know, a, a Utah or something like that, I, I think it's kind of over. Are you putting over. a one-loss Oregon in <laughs> over an undefeated Cincinnati? I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. I... I wouldn't, uh, because I think what you argue also, the big argument against these teams has been not only is it their schedule and what wins do they have, but also what type of team do they have? Do we think they're actually good enough to compete against the top teams in the country? And we've talked about this before. You you want to have that conversation? No, that's what I'm getting to. If you get to Cincinnati and you, you talk about their football team, they are a very good top to bottom deep football team, not this offensive wonder that scores 70 points and doesn't have a defense or something like that, they're actually a defensive kind of led football team. With, yeah, Luke with Pickle a t- was the D.C. at Ohio State. Yeah, 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 with the talent they have on that side of the ball, the defensive line, the linebackers playing really well. Uh, I mean, they're incredible on defense, and oh, by the way, they have a really solid offense with a really good senior, uh, with a really good leader at quarterback that can get it done, and a solid head coach. Like, this is a good well, program. No, but let's it's talk not about just it. Like, a, is it are, you, are you looking for the four most deserving teams are you looking for the four most popular teams that you can get in there and get tv eyeballs on that's I what think, they're I looking think that's for. what they're looking well, for i mean of course but what they that's, say yeah. inside of their statement is we are trying to determine the four best teams in college football and this is yeah so, I, i've argued this for a long time i it's a combination like that's that's what it says but if then you go to their criteria it's it's a combination of both. We think this is the best team in terms of talent and how they've played and also most deserving based on the wins and the championships that they have. Right, but I mean, there's like, like a legitimate chance the four best teams, mm-hmm. best teams, reside in the SEC. Uh, right. It's, it's not I think that's an argument that's, I year. think that's yeah. a fact. No, but I, th- I, I think I, that's a fact. I think there's an argument. Like, I, I'd have Penn State up there, but again, we haven't seen – Penn State really beat anybody yet. Like everyone points out, Auburn game where Auburn took him to the wire, and then Auburn almost got beat and had to bench their starting quarterback against Georgia State, who has not been a good Sun Belt team. 
But going back to what you said, I think you can say right. that about everybody. You can say that about the four SEC teams you're talking about. But I mean, but that's what I'm saying is Alabama. I think most people would generally consider it to be the head and shoulders best team in the country. Yep. Georgia, number two, right? Yep. Those that that's where it's at. Not or, arguing that. Oregon, I think, is only number three because they beat Ohio State, and we don't know how good Ohio State is. Are, they, right. They're starting a freshman quarterback. Their defense is missing a ton of people. You're really starting to get into the Ryan Day era where it's moved away from Urban Meyer recruits completely now. Mm-hmm. So you're starting to get into the Ryan Day era completely. And I don't know how good Ohio State is because they've been battling the quarterback controversies. And so, like, Oregon's solely number three based off the fact they beat Ohio State. That's a fact. I think out of – if you're saying Alabama's number one and Florida's a missed extra point away from taking them to overtime, how good's Florida? Number three. Right. Right. Have, so it's like you can – I, I think there's a legitimate argument to say Alabama, Georgia, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Florida could be the top five teams in the country. And there's a chance – well, it wouldn't be between Florida and Georgia – but there's a chance you could get to the end of the season with Georgia, Arkansas, Ole Miss, and Alabama all having one loss. Right. And they should all in the regular make the season. <laughs> and then somebody would have to lose the SEC championship. That's insane. And so you could have three SEC teams with one loss. Yep. Yeah. That's I mean, does that weird. likely happen? No. No. Like Arkansas, if we're being honest, will probably lose to Georgia and probably lose to Alabama, and they'll have a really good time at the Outback Bowl. <laughs> Right, like, and, and it'll be a really fun season. Or maybe, maybe they'll go to the Cotton Bowl. Uh, depending, I need to we need to figure out where these. I, damn, I'll put it like this. Figure out where these damn semifinal games are. Oh, right. oh, I, I got, true. I got it right here. I just the semifinals. I don't want to live in a world cotton, with what cotton you guys bowl just said happens. Okay, Cotton and the Orange Bowl. I don't, yeah. I don't even want that place in my mind. What? Oh, yeah, PJ's not a big fan of the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I like the Cotton Bowl. I said I don't, I don't even want that that place in my mind. What you guys just talked yeah. about. To happen, I mean. Well, no, but they won't do that because, like we said, it's not about it's not about determining who the four best teams are. That that's that's just a a fraudulent statement they put inside of their mission statement. Is it's they don't really determine who the four best teams are. They've determined who are the four teams will catch the least amount of flack for putting in here and also get the most eyes from around the nation on our playoff and get the most ad dollars. So, I mean, questioning everybody, because I, I, I think this is going to be... No, Peter's shaking his head. I mean, do you really think Oklahoma I, has deserved to be there in some of these years? Do you really think Notre no, 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 Dame no. has deserved to no. be there? Like, Do you think they were one of the four best teams in the country? No, I, d- don't, don't put me in that box of no, like... No, you're shaking just, your head. No, no, I get that. I'm shaking my head for a different reason. Don't put me in that box of like, oh yeah, I was riding for Washington when they were undefeated because they were undefeated. Like, no, they were not a good football team. They should not have been there. Ohio State got an excuse like that. I know they won the championship, but Ohio State got an excuse the first year of making it in because uh, some of their guys were injured when they played Virginia Tech and they jumped but I TCU. Think the, and, I, think that's and the, I think that's the flip side of it. I think Baylor could, for no reason. I think you could clearly, but there was a reason, and like that's one of those ones where I get that. If your statement is who's the best team out of Baylor, TCU, and Ohio State, it was Ohio State. If you're talking about who was the best team, yeah, they were. It was Zeke Elliott. You sure? And Michael Thomas. Because I mean that that team, it was it was TCU, I believe that that team that had had beaten everybody else, and and we were just talking about how good Ole Miss was before Laquan Treadwell got hurt, and they were number two in the country. They got rolled by TCU, rolled in their in their uh, bowl game because they actually had a chance to go out there and roll somebody. Uh, Instead of you know getting chosen, getting chosen over by by dudes in an office, but uh, I I I don't know. I 
But it's just like you said, it's a, if you're going to pick something, stick with it. But also, the, you don't pick Ohio State that year because they deserve to go. You pick Ohio State that year because they're the brand. Right, exactly. Do you exactly. want Baylor and, in there? Do you want TCU or you want Ohio State? I think Ohio you did a, State. a similar thing later. But I, you I, get more eyes on I'm Alabama. I'm saying their mission TCU statement. I'm not saying their ex- execution has been perfect all the time. I'm saying their mission statement is is not always like I think what people read when they see best is like most talented on paper, who the the players you have on the field and stuff like that. But like, yeah, sure. Well, you know, the most talented or best team sometimes can go nine and three, and they're, no, they're not going to put them in there because they went nine and three. Right, they lost let's three. Let's say this though, like, because we're talking about two thousand seven. LSU lost two games, both of them were in overtime. Lost right? two games, both in overtime, went on to win the BCS National Championship. If you're Arkansas and you finish this season ten and two, and your losses are at Georgia and to Alabama, BJ says this all the time. Because you lost to number one and number two doesn't mean you're not number three. Right. Get that. But because for whatever reason inside of college football, we've, we put a much higher value on a loss than any other sport. Like literally pick another sport that has more values on a loss. Right. And look at what Arkansas' schedule looks like. Yeah. Where we talked about it. They have to go to Dallas to play Texas A&M, who's a top 10 team. They have to go to Athens to play Georgia, who's a top-two team, and then they have to go home and play Ole Miss, who will potentially be a top-three team or could be as low as, like, top-12 team. Yeah. And uh, we don't take that into account. We just look at the end of the season and we go, oh, Arkansas lost twice. There's no way they go. Right. Mm. Uh, I mean, that, it, that's also been used as contributing factors to why you know teams – from the SEC have have been able to get in as well. So like I I think that's a bit of like I don't know how much I mean, of this is SEC bias. Like I mean I don't dude, th- if it's like if I'm it, not if saying it is that. 2007 I'm not saying that. if it is 2007 and we're looking at that landscape <laughs> and all of a sudden it's Michigan uh with Chad Henney and Michael Hart and uh god what was number 10's name the quarterback for Ohio State. Oh uh s- I know Troy Smith. Smith. Troy, Troy Smith, Smith. Yeah. right, and Beanie Smith, Wells. Yeah. I just I'm and then, thinking of and those some, dudes at yeah. Ohio State. Then all of a sudden, you're talking about that not for the SEC, but for the Big Ten, right? right? I think it's the era in which you're playing. I think you for go sure. back to some of the early 2000s uh, Pac-12, or I guess it was Pac-10 back then, yeah. with the USC's, right, and some yeah. of the schools out there. Then you're talking about that, right? I, I don't think uh, you can go back to the Mike Leach era at Texas Tech and Texas and Oklahoma. I think you can talk yeah. about the Big 12. Then I think right now the SEC is just really good. Yeah, and everyone else and has I no like, certainty. Like, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't going like, who's to... Who's the an, best team in the Big Ten right now? I wasn't going to an SEC bias oh. statement in, in that sense. I, I was about to go to the kind of a conversation that we were just having with, with Oregon and Penn State at four and Iowa at five. Like, why are all these teams there? Because they have to be right now. Yeah. Like, because we have to put a number on it right now, which, to be honest, I don't think this early in the season we should. Well, and none of these numbers really matter because the only num- numbers that end up mattering are the college football playoff rankings, which don't come out until week eight. we got to go to a break, though. Yeah. Uh, we're way over. Second down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. PJ, I will not stand for your slander. There was no slander. I wasn't I even going there. For you, you just like no. Oh. But right now, who if, ah. you, if you had to guess what four teams made the college football playoff? <laughs> you go oh first. God, Are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard question. Um, looking around the landscape, I, I'm 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 mm, I'm on record as saying I. I I believe that Alabama is the 
only you're thinking about too much really solid team we have right now. So yeah, I I think it's Alabama. I think it's Alabama. Um, I really this is I oh I don't, god I don't believe in them. To I'm go, gonna to say, go all the way. I'll say Oregon. Okay, I will say Oregon. All Clemson's right. already lost, so sure. I think I think the ACC is out. I'll say that. I think the ACC's done. I think the Big 12 is going to be done. I okay. think Oklahoma loses to someone, and I think they're out. Maybe this is just wishful thinking. Um, I can't not. Oh, God. So, yeah, at number three, you have Penn State. Let's get after it. I don't know. We'll see. It's either Penn State or Ohio State. It's whoever wins, confidence it's whoever wins that leaking. game. No, no, no. no. Yeah. It's really not because I don't believe in Sean Clifford enough to go into Ohio State right. and, and win. So it's Penn State or Ohio State, and then you, you know what? Okay, this is the year. I don't know what, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I like where you're going. Cincinnati at four. Okay, I mean, I think it's Georgia, Alabama. I'm gonna say I can, I can see that. I'm sure. going to say, is it Pennsylvania State University? Whoa, it's it's. Say say or Ohio State. I, I can't deal with you believing in us that much. No, I do, and I don't believe in Ohio State. They, I think they have too many issues at quarterback. Their defense is bad, and that's why I think Penn State's going to win that conference is I think y'all's and Iowa's defenses are about equal. They cancel yeah. each other out, but I think your offense is better. I'd agree with that. Can, so, I, can we laugh at Ohio State for just a second? Yeah. Do you see what's going on? <laughs> you know what's going on this year? Oh. They're doing a scarlet out for Penn yeah, State. Yeah, they're wearing week. red pants. Yeah. Lame as hell. I hope you yep. don't beat the hell out of them. Hopefully. Um, but, yeah, I, I, Georgia, Alabama. I say Alabama number one. Um, Georgia, different. Penn State, and I'll say Cincinnati. I think they beat Notre Dame this yep. week. And if they don't, then it's Notre Dame. I'll say if, if mm. Georgia, if Georgia's only loss is like an Alabama SEC championship the, the, game. SEC championship, yep. And Oregon, even if Oregon – I don't know. I can't say Oregon's that. Gonna lose, Oregon's going to lose a stupid if, football if game. If Oregon loses a stupid football game, or ah, even if they lose like a ranked football team. game, I still think they yeah, play they Georgia. They lose to UCLA. They're going to lose a stupid they go on No, the they're road. not going to use UCLA. They go on the road. They're going to lose like and East, they're gonna lose like East-West Oregon State. Nah. And I give you guys my quick top quick, four. You know who they Alabama, always lose to? Georgia, Ohio State, <laughs> and Oregon. There ain't no way in hell Ohio State's making this playoffs. Hey, hey, I can't. Ohio I will, State. I will put dinner on it. There's, 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 yeah, there's no way. They're just. They're, nah, they're, I, I'll, I'll take Ohio State, they're, they're and I'm not an Ohio State fan. Did you guys see that? But that, if they could just get past Penn State, which yeah. I'm rooting for Penn State. I mean, that's the biggest. But if thing. they could get, yeah, it's a big if. But if they get past Penn State, they're not losing another game. You guys see Minnesota mm, lost not. to like Buffalo? No, they lost to uh, or something. Bowling Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was. They uh, my just favorite, completely My favorite tweet off. was from Holly Anderson. She said uh, Bowling Green dropped a bowling ball in their boat because they were rowing the boat. <laughs> Can we go to break? We kind of have to. <laughs> we'll be Second Down on ESPN Radio is presented to you by the Uniform Source. Got a big show coming up on 3 and I will catch up with Rich Styles. Recap the U.S.'s win in the Ryder Cup. We were just in there on Kevin's phone. He was just regaling us with Bryson DeChambeau drives. <laughs> I don't watch golf Even though, like, like that. that was impressive, but Jordan Spieth's chip shot was nuts. Uh, we'll also catch up with Drew DeArmond from 977 The Zone in Huntsville, Alabama. Talking Alabama Ole Miss with him. And, of course, preview what's going to be a massive series that starts tonight with Charlie Morton on the mound for the Atlanta Braves as they take on the Philadelphia Phillies. you got a three-game home set, six games to go in the season, and you have a two-and-a-half-game lead 
on the Philadelphia Phillies. So if you just win one, you just win one, you're feeling all right going into the Mets series. Or you know what, PJ, you just go ahead and put this bad boy to bed, sweep the Phillies, please get ready for the postseason. Please do. Please don't do this Braves thing where you win one and then not the other one, and then win another one, and then not the other one. Just please, you've put us through us. You've put us through that enough this year. Just sweep the Phillies, man. Just do it. Just get it over with. Bryce Harper's been amazing, but you've been more amazing. Or, amen. We're gonna talk about it more. Three and out coming up next. BJ Bennett, Ben Troop, and Kevin Thomas. If you miss any portion of the show, check it out on ESPNCoastal.com.